Welcome to the totally independent, completely unofficial, not even in the same state as the Indianapolis Colts, Colts Podcast. Coming to you from the land of brisket and barbecue, Lone Stars and Longhorns, where some cowboys wear hats and others wear helmets. This is the Unstable Blues with Liam and Kevin Hall. It certainly was a wild, wild card weekend with all the home teams winning except for the Cowboys doing Cowboys things in the playoffs. We will talk about the Colts offseason needs in the Colts corner, preview the Niners matchup with the Packers, and the unstable pick six. So here we go. Yes, here we are in the backyard. Uncertain if we were going to be able to do this in the backyard this week. It got a touch, and it was touch and go there for a little bit. Yeah. Got cold. Yeah, um, and a lot of people are like, oh, Texas is going to get cold. Yeah. It was below 20. For yeah, most of it, it was below 20, and uh, the wind chill here, uh, because of the humidity in the air, is uh, quite biting, we will say. Yes. Uh, but you, you were still out in slides and shorts. Sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're tough. It's the Indiana boy coming out of me. Yeah. Um, so here we are, uh, opening drive this time, no game to recap, unfortunately, um, but I will say it's really nice to not have to worry about a coach or a quarterback in this Mm -hmm. off season. Yeah. Yes. That's very nice. Have our quarterback, have our coach. I feel confident in both of them. Now we just need little pieces and who knows, maybe we didn't actually need any receivers. Maybe we just needed a quarterback to throw them the ball. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, thanks again to Mr. Ursay uh, for the gift we got in the mail. You can check that out on our Facebook. Sorry, not our Facebook because we don't have that. Uh, our Instagram and our X at uh, Unstable Blues. Um, we will continue to keep Mr. Ursay in our prayers yep. uh, as he continues to recover from his illness. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we go Colts Corner. Uh, I have one question. Okay. Should we defend the defense? Should we stay with Gus Bradley or not? See, my this is such like a weird topic in my opinion because he looked good in some games. Uh-huh. But he looked bad in some games. Uh-huh. Like, whenever you thought it would be a defense against defense battle, it was offense against offense yep. like the Browns like game the Browns game yeah. that was supposed to be defense and defense yep. but it was offense and offense uh-huh. we were just going back and forth and in those back and forth you need your defense to step up really yeah. big just get that one key stop um, and I think there are a lot of games that Gus's defense couldn't do that but there were games that they did step up big not in the key moment but like just throughout the game they were stepping up so, I think with AR coming back, hopefully he stays healthy the whole year. Yeah. I say give Gus one more chance. All right. One more year. See if AR being back, I know it's weird because it doesn't directly affect the defense, but it can in team morale and stuff like that. See yep. if that affects it. If not, Gus got to go. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, we're all frustrated with the defense and things like that, but... Um, as as Chris Ballard mentioned in his uh, postseason uh, press conference, uh, he came into a system where 
uh, Chris Ballard was like, I'm going to go young, and young takes time. And we saw that this year. I mean, what, like, of the 12 draft picks, there were four, five cornerbacks that were taken by the Colts. Mm -hmm. So um, it is young, especially in the cornerback position that was the biggest problem, uh, glaring problem this year. But I still think it's some scheme stuff. Here's, Here's my little hope. I saw this out there. Dan Quinn gets the job in Seattle and then recruits Gus Bradley to come back and be his defensive coordinator, then we're off the hook. We don't have to worry about it. We have to we have to go replace our defensive coordinator because he was plucked. Mm-hmm. Then what I really like is Wink Martindale, who okay. just left from the Giants. Lots of fancy uh, stunts and blitzes and different things like that. So yeah. I'd love to see that. Good with but, our personnel. I mean... It seems as of right now, according to the words of uh, Chris Ballard and Shane Steichen in their postseason, that they're sticking with Gus. Yeah. All right. Uh, we had a uh, – there was a question out there uh, from at CP Felger 55. Uh, shout out to him. If you could re-sign one free agent, who would it be? We're going to go through some more, but straight out of the gate, if you could re-sign one free agent of the Colts, who you got? I have this list here. Yeah. Uh, the big, the headline ones we're going to go through. Grove, Kenny, Julian, Taekwon, uh, MPJ, Minshew, Moss, Danny Pinter, and Rigo Sanchez. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's the big one that jumps out. MPJ. Okay. All right. But there's also the best slot corner in the league yep. with, in Kenny. Uh-huh. Um, Big Grove yep. also there. He stepped up huge in our run game. Yep. And the other one that sticks out a lot to me is Gardner Mitch. Okay. The best backup in the league. All right. Well, a lot of people say yes. You can only re-sign and I, one. And those are the big four to me. I know Julian Blackman is up there. He's made huge plays, but I feel like – I feel like – we, we're able to let him go. Okay. Um, we'll get to more of, of these individually yes. in a second. Um, Pick one. It's got to be MPJ. All right. It has to be. All right. Uh, I am going to go with my MVP from the season, Grover Stewart. Wow. Okay. Such a big difference you're, you're when he was in. you go of Kenny. Uh, li- listen. And MPJ. It doesn't mean I'm, go- I'm letting go, but you-, but you said you had to keep one. I said if I have to re-sign one, I'm Grove. Okay. I'm, okay. It's not saying that I won't sign others, but my oh, top priority. To, your my, top priority is Grove. Yes, my top okay. priority is Grove. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, we saw the. I gave you those numbers last episode of the the difference between run game when he's in there when he's not. That's a big deal. You, you know, we we say all the time. You, know, you bring up all the time. You got to run the ball. You got to stop the run. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Grove helps us stop the run. All yeah. right. We're gonna go through these a little bit here in, in a game. I'm calling keepers or weepers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Finders keepers, losers weepers. Yes. So, keepers or weepers? Are you keeping them or are you letting them go? Uh, first up, you know where I stand. Grover yeah. Stewart must stay. He's a keeper. I mean, he is up there. I think he's tied for my second priority. Okay. Uh, so he's keeper. All right. Uh, Kenny Moe. Oh, keeper. All right. I mean, 
best slot corner, most underrated slot corner mm-hmm. in the league. Uh, two pick sixes in one game this year. Yeah. Uh, his stats, uh, like as far as you know, what he's able to do as far as getting pressure, you know, in that from that slot running a, a slot blitz, um, getting stopping the run, also in coverage, passes defensed. He's the complete package, and he brings veteranship to your already very young db room so uh he's got to stay he's a keep yeah uh next up julian blackman weepers i'm gonna let him go i feel like there are other people that we could use it on and maybe go out in free agency not re-sign anyone use that money on someone else all right i am going to i'm gonna say weepers but a little asterisk here if we don't get anybody else veteran in free agency, he's got to be a keep because you're so young in that mm-hmm. area. He brings some veteran leadership to it. Um, Rodney Thomas was amazing his first year. He had some fall off, the, and then Nick Cross was coming in. So I think you gotta you gotta ride that as it comes, right? Yeah. It, and so yeah. So I'm gonna say weepers with that caveat. Okay. Next up, uh, Taekwon Lewis. This is a toughie. He's had a really rough go of it with injury and things like that. He had some good stuff, and he's very versatile player. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he can play everything from tackle to linebacker essentially. Yep. Uh, including an edge, but I think you're kind of set at all the things that he can do, and so I think he's a weeper. Yeah, I agree. I think he's one of our worst uh, linemen, but like he's still really good. Yeah. We just have a really good line, and I think our linebacking core is really good as well. Uh, so I, I don't see a need for him. Okay, next up, MPJ. You got him as a keeper, I'm sure. Yes, I yeah, do. I absolutely. Do. So uh, I'm interested to hear what you say, though. Well, okay. My, he's a big money one. My issue the is the price tag. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it sounds like, according to him, he wants to set, test the market, which of course you do. Why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. It's your first opportunity to do that, right? So, I don't want to. I don't want the Colts to have to put a twenty-four million dollar price tag on him. I don't think he's twenty-four million dollars a year kind of guy, even though he's great. I don't think he's that, especially when you talk about this draft class having, like, it's so deep in wide receivers. Um, and so, plus you have, you know, two guys on rookie contracts that if you can get a replacement for cheaper through the draft, okay, not yeah. worth the $24 million. I don't know if I want all that, though. But Chris Ballard is a loyalist, and he loves his guys. And so, when it comes down to it, I think that they would do that i think the colts love mpj we all love mpj mm-hmm. if we can get them for less than 24 million i think it's an absolute go if the colts have to spend 24 million on it i don't know if it's worth that That's so overall go. keeper or weeper overall if we can keeper okay if if you give me a choice straight out the gate without the price tag on it keeper okay next up Gardner Minshew. I'd say the best backup in the league. Okay. We saw that this is... Having a good backup is so critical. 
Yes. I mean, yes. We saw especially especially if you have a young rookie quarterback who's used over, to being able to right, do all this over stuff. Over half of the AFC went to a backup quarterback yes. at least one game as a starter this year. Mm-hmm. I would love for that to be Gardner Minshew because of the history he has with Shane, because of the locker room morale that he has. It but, was lit. But he, I mean, like, he's probably already down in his van in Naples playing ping pong or shuffleboard with some old ladies down there. Like, he's already chilling on the beach, and mm -hmm. he's going to bring that attitude wherever he goes. He went to Germany, and he packed three sweats outfits because that's all he needed. Yeah. It didn't matter. It's great. It's fabulous. But if he has a chance to go be a starter somewhere, a legit starter, because he knows that this is AR's team. There was some question about that early on, but AR won the job. Then he got hurt. So you know when he comes back, it's going to be AR's team. So if he has a chance to go and be a starter somewhere, he's going to want to do that. But I think the history with Shane, the system, the success that he had here actually gives him maybe the best chance to not be a starter but maybe to win a division and within the next few years if he signs a two three year deal to win a ring yeah, yeah. so i would love to keep i would love to keep mm -hmm. i don't know if he would like to stay though yeah uh he's one of my top priorities um i'm gonna say keeper for him uh next up we got zach moss okay Zach Moss did amazing filling in for uh, that time when we had no JT, and then we ousted Dion uh, Jackson. It, I mean, he was number two in the league when he left, uh, and we got yep. JT back in rushing yards. He will do great and fabulous, but we don't need him mm -hmm. because sure, let's man. not let's not forget we have Evan Hall coming back. Mm -hmm. and all the promise that he showed um and so and you have jt now back and you have anthony richardson as half a running back anyway exactly. so I, I don't think you need him so he's a weeper to me yeah uh i i love zach moss i yeah. love what he did for the team absolutely also that adrian foster bow oh, so I good it. so um, great we got to be there exactly we saw that i was like oh <laughs> Uh, I think he's a weaver, though. I think um, with how he did perform, I think he's going to ask for some more money, uh, more than we gave him. And I think that uh, with all the big contracts yeah. and stuff that and, we have coming up. And he's worth it. No, 100% he's, he's worth it. But we just can't pay yeah. him yeah. what he's worth. Right. Um, Danny Pinter coming off of an injury uh, year on his contract year. Really unfortunate situation. You hate for somebody to get injured on the contract year because this was his year to really step in. Instead, Will Fries took the spot and you know, slash uh, uh, Wesley French because Pinter is kind of that center guard. Yes. But he was good when he was around. Mm -hmm. What do you got? Keeper or weeper? <sighs> See, I think offensive line is more about chemistry mm -hmm. than it is about star players. No matter how good you are, it's a matter of, for me, it's a matter of do you have the um, do you have the chemistry with the guys? We allowed fifteen sacks this year. Fifteen sacks this yep. year. That's 
phenomenal compared to our last year. And we had a good chunk of rushing yards. Um, I I honestly think that he's a weeper. I think we don't need to pay him. Uh, I think where we at with our where we are at with our line is fantastic. I love where we're at. Um, so I I don't think he's needed. Okay, I am going to say that he's a keeper. Uh, I love what he did when he was there. I think that uh, offensive line is paramount. We've seen this. I believe in the chemistry, but I believe Pinter can slide right in there. And I think you can. I think that the Colts can utilize the fact that they did not that he was injured uh, to kind of lessen the price tag mm-hmm. on him a little bit. Yeah, makes sense. Um, last one, Rigoberto Sanchez. I think uh, this guy. This guy was a great punter. A uh, great punter for us. Obviously, punters don't cost as much as everyone else. Right. Uh, and I'm going to show some love out to my kicking buddies. Yeah. I'm going to say he's a keeper. All right. Uh, coming off the injury this past, you know, two, a year ago, right? Yep. And off the Achilles was out. Um, incidentally, Matt Hawk just got uh, signed to the Bills with their punter out. So he's headed to the – that makes two kickers from – last year's Colts team that are now still going in the playoffs. Well, the Colts are not. Uh, <laughs> Chase McLaughlin and Matt Hawk. Uh, but he he made progress. He continued to get better throughout the year. His, uh, I mean, what he did in the Houston game was incredible. He had some, you know, some bombs, really well-placed balls. So, um, you know, and once again, Ballard being a my guy kind of guy. Uh, I think uh, Rigo's a, a keeper. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, little teaser. The draft. Yes. The Colts have the 15th pick. Okay. What position do you think they picked that up? Uh, and who do you think that might be? With just pick 15. I don't know. What's your scenario? You want to trade up? You know yeah. <laughs> I want to trade up. I want Marvin Harrison Jr. All of Indiana wants Marvin Harrison Jr. Is he worth the draft capital to get up to where you need him to yes. get? Because it's probably the third pick, at least, that mm-hmm. you would need to get to. Yes. Maybe, maybe, even the first pick. Because the Bears may not want a quarterback. Yeah. They may want to stick with Fields, and then they just draft the receiver straight out the gate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it worth it? Okay, let me let me put something down here. Okay. So you're you're saying wide receiver for sure? I'm saying we pick up like okay if we can trade up wide receiver for sure. Okay. Uh, I think it depends because I we we are young at safety corner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you can get a safety or a corner earlier on in the draft, then they'll be good enough to go ahead and start. Um. And that's kind of where, like, obviously Josh Downs was getting to start because we picked him on, we picked him up early in the wide receivers, and he yep. was a good wide receiver, right? Um, so I think that's kind of how everything works. If you pick that specific person up earlier, so like this isn't this is a quarterback and wide receiver draft. So yep. if you pick up a DB later on, but it's one of the first DBs, that means they're one of the best in the draft. So therefore, they could get the starting job. Um, 
So I think if we stay at pick 15, we see who's left uh, with wide receivers. If there's a good one, diamond in the rough that we see, pick them up. If there's not, I think we go defensive back on it. Or maybe even like a lineman if we don't keep Taekwon. Offense, okay, defense, all right. Yes, defensive lineman. Um, But what I want so bad, let's let's say – because we weren't supposed to have a good season this nope. this year. Nope. This was a rebuilding year, and so was next year. Yep. Next year can still be a rebuilding year. Yep. Just because you do good one year doesn't mean you have to have a uh, like. It doesn't mean your next year can't in, be a rebuild. In many ways, this is going to be Anthony Richardson's rookie year. Still. Yes. yes. Yeah. Exactly. So technically, it's still a rebuild year. Yep. I say we throw out some stuff. We make a deal. Get up to one or two. Get Marvin Harrison. Secure him, since this is basically AR's first rookie year. Okay. It'll be like Marvin Harrison and AR starting fresh together. Okay. All right. Let this be another... And downs, then. And downs, yes. Okay. Let this be a rebuilding year. Okay. Then the year after, maybe like a halfway rebuilding year. And then after that, let's go win the ring. Okay. This, if if this happens... Okay. This could be a new... Peyton, Reggie, Marvin. Okay. With younger Marvin. All right. And a more athletic quarterback and a speedier wide receiver. All right. Okay. I like it. Um, okay. Ballard loves his draft picks, though. I know. He loves ah. he, He'd rather trade back than trade up. I know. <laughs> so, and and a lot of this, who, what position I think will come into uh, what happens with uh, MPJ leading mm-hmm. up to this. If you can sign MPJ, if you have to sign MPJ with a franchise tag, I'm not sure if you go wide receiver. Even though I love what you're, I, I love what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not Marvin Harrison Jr., if it's uh, the the kid from Washington, Oduze. Yes, uh, Oduze. Uh, I, I love him. Um, but obviously, like Ballard finds these like people magically out of nowhere uh from like division two schools that are like amazing athletes and somehow they fit with us so um all that to say i think they're gonna stay at 15 and they're gonna take an edge rusher okay a young edge rusher the end yeah okay yep uh more on the colts in coming weeks but more for teams that are still playing in the niners neighborhood after this We still don't have any sponsors, but if you'd like to sponsor our little podcast, email the unstableblues at gmail.com. Until then, we'll keep telling you about what we do. As it gets cold outside, everyone needs a cuddling companion. We currently have Bernadoodles and Yorkie Poos available, so something of every size. Bernadoodles will be ready to go home this weekend, and the Yorkie Poos will be available just after Valentine's Day. Guys, check them out at Country Mountain Dogs on Facebook and Instagram. We're back. Halftime adjustments. It's time for the Niners neighborhood. Haven't done one of these in a little bit. Uh, We are going to preview the Niners-Packers game in Santa Clara. What are your keys to the game for the Niners this week? Okay, Uh, I'm going to say a staple. Uh, for me at least, run the ball and keep running the ball. All you right. have 
the best running back yep. in the league yep. in CMC, run the ball to him and keep running the ball. And then stop the run on the other side. Stop Aaron Jones. He This is two teams with great running backs. Mm-hmm. You got to stop Aaron Jones, keep CMC going. Also, what I've noticed is that the plays for the Packers on whenever they're on offense last a bit longer, meaning the, even if the pocket collapses, they have good enough line where they can hold for three or four seconds. Pocket starts to collapse. Jordan Love can escape for another two or three seconds. That's at least seven. That's at most seven seconds before yep. the ball gets released. Yep. So you have to stay tight coverage on everyone. Make sure that everyone's accounted for. Stay in your zone. Make sure no one's in it or stay on your man, whatever it is. Make sure that everyone's accounted for so that whenever that, that seven seconds does come and Jordan Love releases the ball, that it's a throwaway and not passing someone deep wide open. Gotcha. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, I got run the ball. I got uh, don't give up the big play. Stop Aaron Jones. I'm just checking off my stuff that I had. Uh, protect the ball. Uh-huh. Take the ball. Oh. Yes. Uh, now the Niners have are plus ten in the turnover differential, so they're really good at this. Yes, uh, they're really good at protecting the ball on the one side and taking the ball on the other. Uh, Purdy had some rough times in the middle when he got his concussion and things like that, um, but he's all good from that. As you pointed out, they've been on a run since the bye week. Yes, so they've lost what one game? Did they? They've lost one game since the bye week against yes, the, Ravens. the Ravens. Yep. They're going to get their run back. Um, yeah. So, uh, and then I'm going to kind of go off your Jordan Love thing and say they need to do what we've done in the past, what we've said about the Colts in the past, pressure contain. Okay. So, you need to get pressure in his face, but also contain the pocket. Don't let him get outside the pocket because mm-hmm. he's dangerous when he gets out and he can create. Uh, I don't want to say he's like Mahomes level in the creation outside the pocket, but, you know, but he's good outside the pocket, and he can get out. Yeah. Um, so, um, let's say uh, attack the weak secondary. I think that uh, that's a big key uh, for the Niners. I don't know that the Packers have that great of a secondary. Start fast is huge uh, for uh, the Packers to not be able to come back, um, but also good momentum going for the Niners uh, and then play all the way to the end. The Packers have had this weird knack of being able to come back in, uh, in tight games all year long. Mm-hmm. And so make sure that uh, you're playing all the way to the end. Never count your uh, chickens before they hatch. Yes. Yes. Agreed. All right. Uh, matchups to watch then. Um, I'm going to say CMC versus Aaron Jones. Okay. Uh, the running back battle, I said they both have right. really good running backs. That's going to be a key factor. Uh, I think both young quarterbacks as well. Kind of, I'm kind of going offense and offense here. Um, uh-huh. uh, Jordan Love versus Brock Purdy. See who can uh, produce the most. Obviously, I think the Niners have a better system. Uh, Kyle Shanahan's a brilliant coach. Um and he looks like he's getting older. I don't know. Just, <laughs> he, just this past he, year, he looks he like he's gotten like five years older. He is older. Um, he looks good, though. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to say Fred Warner and uh, Nick Bosa against Aaron Jones and uh, Jordan Love. I don't know much of their 
defense, the Packers defense. I know that they have it's kinda like the Bengals whenever they made it the Super Bowl. Yep. No no really huge Jair Alexander. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jair versus um what's his name? Ayuk. Okay. Or Debo, whoever yep. they decide to put out there. But Debo's kinda everywhere, so I don't know. Uh that's all I that's all I can think of. Alright. Uh I'm gonna say uh and you might notice a pattern here. Tavarius Ward versus Christian Watson. I think that's going to be that matchup. Okay. Uh, Demandre Lenore versus Romeo Dobbs. Okay. I think that's going to be the matchup. Uh, so, obviously, like, they've got a lot of young, fast talent on their offense. And so, uh, how does the uh, experienced Niners defense do against that young uh, speed? Yeah. Uh, you mentioned friend Warner against Aaron Jones. If you notice, it's defense that I'm focusing on because I ain't worried about the offense being able to do anything. Mm-hmm. Because we just have way too many. Weapons. As we talked about, if if the Packers choose to go with a bare front and crack down on CMC, then what? Then we'll just then Niners just run Debo out of it. If you are able to do CMC and Debo, then you got IU. If you're able to handle those three, George Kittle gonna burn you. So like, there's just too much to me for the Niners on offense that I'm not even worried about it. Yeah. My last matchup, Kyle Shanahan, as you mentioned, versus Matt Lafleur. Okay. Uh, Shanahan was. Matt's boss back with the amazing staff in 2013 Washington's team, mm-hmm. right? With uh, McVay, McDaniel, uh, Shanahan, LaFleur, all on the assistant staff team. Um, Shanahan leads this series five games to two. Okay. Including the playoffs. Yeah. And so uh, I think that this – I. Uh, we're going to see if the student can beat the master uh, and kind of try to even the score up. Mm-hmm. All right. Who's your player to track here? I think I know. I think I know. I was originally thinking Nick Bosa. Okay. Uh, I got to give my running back some love, though. I figured. It's going to be CMC running all over the Packers. All right. I figured. Uh, which leaves me wide open on all these other people. I am going to give it to... The best tight end in the game. Yes. With not, the best attitude. Yes. And this, and this, I say this all the time. It's not because he's got these amazing, like, catching numbers. Because catching numbers are receiving numbers. I'm talking about a tight end. He did have the... Wait, I think he had the most reception, most reception yards as a tight end. Okay. All right. I think Laporta had the most touchdowns, but Kittle had the most yards. Here's the thing. Kittle is not afraid to block. Mm-hmm. Kittle is not afraid to do the dirty work that a tight end is. The true tight ends are maybe the most representative of all of football that there is. Yeah. To block, to catch, to be able to do all of the different mm-hmm. things in the different runs and the different passes and the different schemes. Uh, and he's such a great fun-loving guy, as oh, you yeah. mentioned. Uh, so I'm gonna say uh, George Kittle is my player to track. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, normally we do our prediction right here, but we need to save that for the unstable pick six, which is next. Let's talk about poop. 
Everyone does it, but no one wants to talk about it. It's a sign of what's going on at the foundational level of your body. Plexus has products that can help you regulate your movements and promote a healthy gut. Visit plexusworldwide.com slash growinguphall to see your options and get started. Welcome back to the Unstable Pick 6. Before we make our picks, as always, let's look at last week. See how we did. Yes, uh, I had the Browns. And I had Houston. So you made up a game there. Yeah. Um, we, we both had the Chiefs. And we got that one. Yeah. We both had the Bills over the Steelers. Got that one in the cold game. Yep. Both had the Cowboys. Uh, and... That did not go no, well. No, they 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 did bad. They, oh yeah, they did. They, they were still scored thirty two points. Yep, yep, but did bad. But did bad. Uh, we both had the Lions over the Rams, and we got that one. And then finally, we both had the Bucks, and got that one. Yeah. So uh, we called one of those, uh, or you called two of those upsets. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means you gained a game, so you're only four back now. I got seventy two and forty two on the on the year, and I'm sixty eight and forty six. We're doing well overall records. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Uh, this week, uh, it's not the pick six, it's the pick four, which doesn't actually happen. No. No. Next week could be the pick two, which actually does happen and did happen against the Colts this year. Yep. 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 Uh, so apparently there is a pick two, but there's no pick four, but that's what we're going to do anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the We're down to the final eight teams, a quarter of the league only 25% of them left. Uh, first game, Houston in Baltimore playing the Ravens. They had one matchup back in week one. All the Ravens way back. won that. Yep. All the way back in week one. They were, I mean, drastically different. Oh, yes. 100%. Um, I have four words for you. Okay. Delvin, Cook, Mark, Andrews. Okay. Dalvin Cook just got elevated. Mark Andrews is, was a full participant in practice. Looks like he's going to be back. He'll probably be a game time or questionable decision, but I would say he's going to be back. Mm-hmm. So okay. I am unequivocally going to say that the Ravens win this. I may live to hate myself on that one. But Yeah. Um, I want Texans to win. I want the team from Houston to win for this for – just to represent the AFC side. Uh-huh. We're not yeah. a go a no. shoo shoo uh-uh. division. We nope. we had we three it. teams yep. over five hundred. That's right. I don't think they're gonna get it done against right. the Ravens though. I think uh the Ravens I think it'll be a really good game to watch though. Alright. Uh next up that Saturday night is the yep. Packers at the Niners. We've talked about the game. Mm-hmm. Who you got? Come on. <laughs> I'm wearing red right now. I got to go Niners. Uh, i already been supporting the Niners in the Colts' absence. And so, uh, plus we're talking about a week of rest and everything. Two weeks of rest for some of them because they didn't even play last week. So, yeah. uh, I got Niners. Yeah. Okay. Next game. Bucks at Lions. The Lions won the first game in Tampa. It's in Detroit. Eminem might be there. <laughs> This is, uh, I just saw that these are the most expensive tickets ever in a divisional matchup game. Really? 
Average price is $1,100. Oh, $1,000? Yeah. Oof. No wonder Eminem's going to be there. He's the only one that can afford the tickets. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, Lions haven't been there in so long. I know. So. I know. Well, you, you asked earlier, have they ever uh, been... They've been to a conference championship back in 91, the last time that they won a playoff game, period. Uh, but they lost to the conference championship, didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Okay. So uh, if they would win this game, they would make it to their second ever conference championship. Okay. Um, both, uh, this is what's crazy. Both these teams are playing each other. So like, you're talking about like franchises that have not historically been amazing, uh, particularly the Lions, but the Bucks only when they have like, you know, uh, we, were just, so, uh, we were just talking about how the NFC South was not a good division no. yet. Yeah. The Bucks have a chance to make yeah, it are. to the conference championship. Yep. I know. With Baker Mayfield? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I also saw this. Uh, there are four quarterbacks that have won a playoff game with multiple franchises. Okay. Peyton Manning. Yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. Joe Montana. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. Is he is he is, that is crazy? He one of the goats now? Is that crazy? <laughs> okay, uh, all that to say, the Lions just have too much, and the Lions embody their coach, and um, I think it's it's going to be uh, crazy nuts. Oh, also, so uh, so I got Lions. Okay, Todd Bowles, the coach of the Bucks, was asked by uh, a reporter who obviously doesn't follow the league very well. Uh, what it's going to be like, how he's trying to prepare his team to play in Detroit when it's going to be 13 degrees. <laughs> and he very respectfully was like, we're not really doing anything different. They play in a dome, so we'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Who you got? Oof. See, here, here's my situation for overall. Uh, I know. I'm down for. Yeah? If I'm, I'm going to pick any game... Yeah. To be different, this is probably the one. I'm gonna put the whole season online right okay. here. Okay, all right. Bucks, Bucks are in it. All right, let's go, Baker. Come on. I like it. I like it. I don't think it's a bad pick. No, I think um, anyone could happen there. So, yeah. okay. Well, here's another. Could be a close one here. Yes. Yeah. Chiefs at the Bills. Mm -hmm. This is this is the modern day Peyton and Brady. Yet, not as many people are talking about it, I don't think. I, I don't know that they are, but... I feel like more people are talking about uh, the Bucks at Lions, or at least from what I, I, what I, I can know, tell. I know, but I mean... Okay, so, like... The Bills won the first game mm -hmm. this season in Arrowhead because of Kadarius Tony's offsides on the amazing play. Allen versus Mahomes, all time, 3-3. Three and three. Yeah. Mahomes has the advantage in the playoffs, mm -hmm. but this is the first time since the first matchup that this game and this matchup has been played in Buffalo. Okay. Isn't this Patrick Mahomes' first game? This is Patrick Mahomes' not first game, yes, in the playoffs, not, not a home game. Not considering or, the championship. Or, or or neutral site in the championship game. Yes. Ah, uh, uh, It's mm. Mahomes. It is? But it's only Mahomes if the receivers can catch it. And I don't care if Tay-Tay's going to be there or not. <laughs> I think Josh Allen and the Bills are going to get it done. All right. Got it. 
I think that this is the time for the Bills to get it done. If they can't get this done at now, when they're going to be in Buffalo, and uh, only Rasheed Rice can catch a pass, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, what, even... Even Travis Kelsey had three drops last game. Crucial, too. Right. Two of them went right through there. So if the Bills can't get it done now, when will they get it done? Fair. So I'm going to go with the Bills as well. Okay. Well, that's it for this week. Next week, we will discuss what happens in the Niners game, preview if they have another one, and make our picks for the conference championships. Big, big games coming up. Yep. Well, this is Liam. And this is Kevin. Reminding you to stay unstable.